4a Gossip from Gilry My most recent trip was to the Redmond Pinnacle Resort in the Gilry Hills. Now you know how much I love a good ghost story, and since the original Pinnacle Hotel building is pretty old, I thought there might be a few. What is it about hotels and collecting spooky stories? Anyway, there aren't as many as you'd think here, but I do have a few tales for your hypothetical campfire. First of all, I'm going to be a buzzkill and debunk a story I've heard a few times since I started planning my trip here. There's a rumour that the spirit of an engineer lingers near one of the thermal shield panels. People can't quite seem to decide which one, after he was crushed during the installation. Sometimes he's dressed in mid-century overalls, sometimes he looks more modern. Either way, it can't be true. There was never a fatal accident during the construction of the barrier, although one unfortunate chap did break an arm when something slipped. Since the work was all carried out over the last 15 years, it's not hard to track down the engineers who worked on the project, and they're all just fine, albeit a bit creeped out by the persistence of this story. So, if you see a shadowy figure by the panels in the dead of night? Well, best stay away regardless, I suppose. Now, one of the reasons there aren't as many ghost stories here as in many other buildings of this age is that it's been disused for so much of its history. The original owner, near Tardot, was quite wealthy and built it as a passion project of sorts, but they did manage to drum up some trade. Their close relationship with the Freybell village, some sources claim they were born in the village themselves, but it can't be verified, meant that they were able to arrange excursions not unlike those offered by the Redmond Resort today, and there was plenty of demand for rooms among fans of winter sports. For a while, the Pinnacle even hosted the Gilray Games, which drew competitors from all over Escoria and even further afield. But when Tardo died, just 27 years after opening the hotel that was their pride and joy, nobody quite had the energy to take it on. The hotel was left to the city of Vuskis, and for a long time they just sort of hung on to it. What do you do with an isolated hotel in a freezing cold region? The city didn't know. The city's adventurous types, however, had a few ideas, and that's how the pinnacle became sort of the holy grail of urban exploration. Few abandoned buildings still contain working phone lines, but the Pinnacle used to. The service was cut off when the site was abandoned, but after a stranded urban explorer nearly succumbed to the cold in the building ten years later, the line was reconnected. That pioneer got some great footage that's probably still available somewhere, but was only saved because his headlamp was spotted by the locals in Freybill Village. They arrived on the scene quickly, assuming that anyone in the abandoned hotel after dark was probably in trouble but their rescue efforts were hindered by having to get the stricken explorer back to the village before they could call for help. He was the first visitor to the hotel to be evacuated from the area by the Gilry Rescue Service, but not the last. A string of unauthorised filming expeditions ended in frostbite and hypothermia. Fortunately, there have been very few fatalities in the area, and none in the last 80 years. One unfortunate hiker was rumoured to haunt the hotel for a few years, but no sightings have been reported since Paige Redman began refurbishing the site. Among ghost hunters and urban explorers, he was nicknamed Herman, and was believed to have been wandering the countryside when he stumbled upon the hotel. Thinking he'd found salvation, he dragged himself inside, but succumbed to the cold before he could reach the phone. Various urban explorers claim to have encountered Herman, dragging himself along the floor in the former entrance hall on the third floor. The new one, of course, is on the lower ground level on the side of the hotel not built against the hillside. He was, by all reports, unfailingly polite, simply groaning, Is there a phone I might use? Sorry to be a bother. 
and continuing to drag himself towards the old phone connection. The circumstances of his passing are unsubstantiated, of course, and that area of the third floor is now the private living room of Miss Redman, so nobody can really be sure if Herman has moved on, or, indeed, if he ever really existed. There is, of course, widespread speculation that someone on the Redmond Pinnacle Resort's original staff was a fan of this story. After all, the resort's holiday club mascot is also named Herman. It might be a coincidence, but I'd like to think someone with decision-making power wanted to keep the story alive. The original owner of the hotel, near Tardot, lived on the top floor, but only a few people have ever claimed to encounter anything ghostly up there. Mostly, these incidents boil down to things being set back in their proper places after being moved, but there was one report of a shadowy figure at the end of the upper corridor. If you're particularly fond of not encountering supernatural occurrences or hearing spooky stories about your hotel room, though, I'd probably recommend one of the newer accommodation blocks for your stay. I haven't heard anything spooky about either of them. The hotel itself has been here for some time, but the inhabitants of nearby villages, such as Freybel, have been living here in the Gilrys for hundreds of years. These are the people who founded the Gilry Rescue Service, and who then worked so hard to expand it as more and more visitors flocked to the abandoned hotel and, later, the Redmond Complex. But they're not just out here to help visitors to the mountains. There's a unique way of life out here, adapted to the challenges of the cold weather. More about Freybell next time, but until then, safe travels! This is a tangent that didn't quite belong in the main episode, but I thought you might like it. I send home these little facts quite often, and you can get access to all of them by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash wanderingpodcast. In fact, patrons got this clip a week ago, and there's a new one waiting for them now, so it's a great time to sign up. Thanks. <laughs>